Between the peaks and the pines, University of Montana students filed off the university's new hiking shuttle. Last weekend, the shuttle dropped students off at McClay Flats, a riverside hike surrounded by ponderosa pines and the droning chatter of critters. The shuttle is yet another service residents of Missoula can use to enjoy their surroundings, and it makes sense that the university would offer something like this. Missoula is an epicenter of outdoor recreation, surrounded by five different mountain ranges and the largest river by volume in Montana running right through the city. I'm Clayton Murphy, and this is your Cast for the week of October 2nd. From whitewater rafting to paragliding, the outdoors is a magnetic force at the University of Montana, especially for sophomore Sadie Arnold. My parents actually, this is a cute story, my parents met here like over 20 years ago. They're both in the wildlife biology program, and so they came to school here because they were really interested in the outdoors and everything that Montana had to offer, and then they just stayed. And so I grew up hiking, hunting, fishing, like going boating, camping always, like everything that you could ever imagine. And so, I mean, as young as I can remember, I've always been in some way involved in the outdoors. Like it's a big part of my life still. I feel really lucky to have been able to do those things. Arnold is from Helena, but has lived in Missoula for 10 years. She's studying parks, tourism, and resource management, and said it's hard to think about leaving Missoula behind. In her free time, she hikes and hunts and has always found comfort in Montana's outdoors. I remember sitting out on the porch and, like, watching the thunderstorms roll in and stuff, and, like, that's such an important part of my childhood. Arnold has lived all around the state, but says the local attitudes and her hobbies keep bringing her back across the continental divide to western Montana, which she says will always be her home. I think that there's a very deep split in the cultures of Montana, like western versus eastern. And um, I think that like growing up here, when I had a lot of autonomy and like freedom in what I chose to do, like definitely formed me into more of a Missoulian than anything else. Arnold said she's noticed a divide between eastern and western Montanans, with most agricultural centers in the east and a more progressive, recreation-focused community in the west. Arnold's seen both worlds and was surprised by how separated a state can feel. I think there's a divide, but it's also like we have things that unite us, like uh, the love of the outdoors and and being able to hunt and fish and enjoy like natural resources and all they have to offer. Arnold's parents met at UM and Arnold says they both have deep connections to the outdoors and she's grateful to have grown up surrounded by nature. But it wasn't all good memories. She especially remembered being bored out of her mind going fishing with her dad. Even as a kid I was like I don't get this like why would Why? Just why, why, why? Um, And I think it was because I was far more interested in, like, what are under the rocks? Like, what's in the water? What are all these plants? Like, what is in the dirt right now? Like, what bugs can I see? Um, What birds can I point out? And, like, that aspect of things. 
like how high of a rock tower can I build um, rather than like the meditative quality of fishing. Arnold's been able to focus her passion for the outdoors into education and is inspired by learning that can take place in Montana's wilderness. She wants to work as an educational park ranger, like leading ranger lectures at national park campsites, teaching visitors about their surroundings, and how to treat the park with respect. I had the privilege of uh, traveling to Glacier um, at the beginning of the school year, and we talked to um, the woman who's running like the Discover Whitefish program, which is their like tourism board, and they're really focused on like answering um, residents' concern or like solving residents' concerns of um, like tourist impact and looking for ways to like educate tourists and all this and um, like learning about the growing anti-tourist sentiment in places that are highly affected by tourism, like the Whitefish area or anywhere near um, Yellowstone. I mean, everyone probably has seen the videos of people in Yellowstone not respecting wildlife or boardwalk rules and all of that. I think that there's just a lot of very loud negative publicity when it comes to like people not from here, not following the social norms and the agreed upon customs of the people that really respect this land. And I mean, I'll admit, as a Montanan, I've seen an out-of-state plate at a trailhead and been like, oh my god, who's here? Like, do they even know what they're doing? Are they prepared? That's hard to grapple with when you consider the fact that Montana is largely dependent on tourism in a lot of places. If you look at all of the, like, small tourist-funded towns, like, if that went away, they, they wouldn't exist. So I think that we have to think about working hard towards a, an equilibrium and for like promoting sustainable tourism practices in the future and hopefully a lot of those issues get sorted out soon because I think all of us residents are really feeling it. According to a 2022 report from KPAX, Montana held the highest numbers of inbound versus outbound moves to the state in the nation. And although the reasons for this influx are mixed, the effects are clear. Arnold says she's seen fellow Montanans feel suffocated by the increase of -of out-of-staters, but thinks it's a really hurtful mindset. I think that that's a large driving issue in the reason why a lot of people don't want tourists here anymore. I heard from someone the other day from out-of-state, and they were talking about how their buddy got his tires slashed at a trailhead who was out of state. That's like such an anecdote, but that was kind of crazy to hear about that someone felt so strongly about another person uh, out of state uh, experiencing a trail that they would slash their tires. And especially in national parks, like again, on this glacier trip that I went on recently, like we drove rental vehicles and I had a car with Utah plates. And for the first time, like I experienced like the dirty looks and the, oh my gosh, they drove all the way here. Like they're crowding up the roads with their gigantic SUV and all this. And I, I really wanted to roll down the window and just say like, I'm not, I promise I'm, I'm from here. I, I grew up here. I, it's just the car, which sucks. Cause I think that 
national parks, like they're federally funded. They're everyone's land. They're not just Montanans land in reference to Glacier um, or part of Yellowstone. I think that a lot of the anti-tourist sentiment can be pretty uh, public or um, like especially on social media, like word gets out fast that you're not wanted here, I would imagine. And I can see how intimidating that would feel like coming into this new space and having all these people being like, oh, you don't take backpacking seriously. I know that a lot of people aren't as privileged to be in a place um, like this and call it home. Um, But also remember that like other people have a right to experience that too. Albeit responsibly and respectfully and without being an asshole on the trail. Um, But just remember that like the reason that they're here is to share in the beauty of Montana and like what makes it such a great place. More recently I've had to step back and be like okay well you know how that feels when people assume the same of you and you know how hurtful that is like why would you apply that to other people. I think that's important to remember that like just because they're not from Montana doesn't mean that they are automatically less experienced or less knowledgeable. Like, not everyone that's from here is Ranger Rick, you know. But even as a Montanan, Arnold's felt cut off from some outdoor communities. It's an inherently privileged group of sports. Ski passes around Missoula can cost anywhere from $150 to $650, and a basic set of climbing gear can run you around $200. Arnold noticed that with this privilege comes a sense of exclusivity. It's always just little quips. Like in one of my parks and tourism classes, one of my classmates, we were like just talking a little bit and he was like, oh, are you into backpacking? I'm like, not really. And immediately on his face, like it was just a little bit of like, oh, like that instant slight judgment, like, oh, you're not as serious as I am is, is really like what it comes down to always, um, which I think is interesting. I think when I was younger, it made me feel a lot more invalidated because, I mean, I've lived here my whole life and to have someone look down upon me because maybe I'm just not interested in doing things to the extremes as much as they are, like it, it kind of sucked to, to be told that. But I've kind of come to peace with the fact that, like, Maybe I'm not into doing the most strenuous hikes, but that doesn't make me any less of a nature enjoyer than someone else. We all have our ways of recreating, and I think that's what makes the natural landscape so cool. Arnold hasn't stopped doing what she enjoys and said she sure doesn't plan to anytime soon. She plans to keep being curious, to keep turning over rocks, and hopes other people do the same. And in sharing this passion, she'll continue to be inspired by how she found her own love of the outdoors. I think I just looked around at like all of the skills that a person could have and everyone can't be good at everything all the time. It's just not possible. And so I had to find confidence in the fact that like maybe I'm not the best hiker in the whole world, but I have other skills and qualities that make me 
a great person. In other news, the Global Leadership Initiative sees new faces. In sports, meet Montana softball's newest members of the bullpen. And in arts, MMAC welcomes Missoula community in grand opening. Tune in next time as Lotus Portmoyal talks about UM's plant library. For more information about any of these topics and more, pick up a copy of the Montana Kaiman this Thursday or head to our website at www.montanakaiman.com. For this week's Kaiman Cast, I'm Clayton Murphy. Thanks for listening.